Judy Fowler. And I'm Big Al Hammond. And we want to welcome you to the March 2024 episode of In the Distance Oblivious Playlist Podcast. Every month, we pick 11 songs of pretty much any genre or any time period that we put into a changing Spotify playlist. This podcast is an actual recording of the odd and ritual-filled ceremony we go through each month to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be overly professional. It's basically unscripted, just two random people sitting around talking about music and why we often like, but sometimes dislike, each other's music taste. So welcome to March, Phoebe. March. It's, it's almost springtime. Yeah. You know what else happens in March, what? right? Um, I be I become a year closer to death. I know. Yay. It's it's Phoebe's Hooray. birthday month. <laughs> Everybody got your cake? Um, do you are you happy about your uh, playlist submissions? Are you happy about my playlist submissions? What do you think? I'm happy about my submissions. It wasn't until yesterday when I was trying to finalize everything that I would pick mm -hmm. that I realized that I put too many good ones in here. Yeah. And I want eight to get in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe four of the ones that I actually want, like, are going to get in mm -hmm. of the ones that I really want. I, f I feel like, I feel like I want seven of yours to get in mm -hmm. and I want probably eight of mine to get in. I think we both had... <laughs> I think we both had some really good stuff this month. So, were you excited about yours this month, or I kind of was. Yeah, I'm like, I, I thought mine were, I thought mine were, you know, maybe not greatest hits, top tier worthy, mm -hmm. but I think a bunch of mine, and I found a bunch of stuff, and we'll talk about this more when we get into it. I found a bunch of stuff that I had trouble picking a song from an artist, like. That's good. I had three different people that I like could not decide mm -hmm. which song I like better, uh, and I hope I hope all three of those people get in. Do you have a Do you have a prediction? I know I say this every time, uh -huh. but I don't see myself doing well. I don't, Ooh. I don't either. If I'm, I think seven will be good this round if I can get seven. Hmm. But and I say that not just because I don't think I'm going to do well, which is what I say every month, but. I changed my picks mm -hmm. like five times already, uh -huh. okay? I don't think I've changed mine much, but I also think, I feel like, and I sort of always feel this, I always feel like what I'm going to pick is really obvious to you, and I feel like that's the whole key. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like, I really don't know what you're gonna think of mine or yours. I never think what you're going to pick is overly obvious, though. That's. I can hmm. think on one hand how many times that's actually happened. Right. Anyway. And it's dumb luck or something. So what did you say? Seven for you? Mm -hmm. How many for me? Um, I'm going to get seven. You're going to get seven. You'll probably get one more than me, maybe eight. I see. I sort of feel like you're going to get eight and I'm going to get either seven or maybe eight. Hmm. But I, I think I don't see myself doing well. I, I don't see myself doing well either. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> it's nice to start off with that a uh, very low projection. <laughs> exactly. But. Keep keep your expectations low. <laughs> but anyway, as always, uh, we come into this uh, silliness having submitted ten songs to each other, 
And you can find the links to those submissions in our show notes. We're now going to take turns narrowing those 20 songs down first to 10, and then to the 11 songs that will actually become our finished March playlist. And I'm going to start off our ceremony by first picking one of Big Al's songs. I love this song. Yay, I thought you would. And I thought you might pick it, but I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. This is Anna Tibble. The song is Astrovan from the album Outsiders. It came out in 2022. I just, I hadn't planned on liking this song this Mm -hmm. much. And man, it grew on me. And her voice is just sort of magical. It really is. So Anna Tibble is from Portland, Oregon. She has four studio albums out, but there was not really a lot of information about her. And I like people that aren't household words. You know, we've been through this a lot, but I definitely tend to gravitate towards people who are a little bit less known. And did you, do you remember where you found this? I found a bunch of stuff this time on a Spotify. I don't know whether Spotify put it out or whether it was a fan generated playlist that I found, but I found it on Spotify and it's a noir. Uh huh playlist and I found, <laughs> I've listened to that playlist yeah. I found a bunch uh-huh. of stuff this month on there nice and I I there will be more to come next mm-hmm. month I imagine I don't think I heard this song but I definitely heard another of hers maybe it was from Noir um, from oh, really? that playlist on Spotify See, yeah I've never even heard of her before it's I bet she's in my future interim uh-huh. playlist yep. uh, you know somewhere you. but yeah this is really good and I also love that she's singing about a gold astrofan, which I used to own, <laughs> right. right? Like, It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think next is number two, and I am going to pick the first song of yours. Yes, you are. So you've chosen the Calexicol in Iron and Wine, I see. I have. Red Dust from the album In the Rains, released in 2005. Isn't this cool? They are such an unlikely combination and such a wonderful combination, mm-hmm. right? I, know, I found, though, that Calexico is often all over the place. Like, they'll have, like, weird-ass pairings or just completely go a different way from what they've been doing they're one of those bands that can kind of do whatever they want exactly you know, they have a certain aesthetic that they probably started out doing but they're talented enough people that like they can kind of do what anything yeah and i don't think i've heard them together before i mean it's not like you'd expect them to play together like you said but i feel like they've been in the playlist together before oh they were or submitted <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what song no, it was? No, I don't. And I might be wrong. It might just oh, be a man. song that I intended to submit uh-huh. and, and you never got or... around to. But I, I have definitely heard them together before. And they they have something of a history of recording and possibly performing together. So I think I said to you initially my submissions had a theme. Yeah. Were you able to guess at all what the theme was? Mm. And I will, I will give you a... It's not, it's not, you won't even guess it because it's so not obvious. But this song f- sort of fits in with the definition of my theme. 
Give it some thought and we'll come back to it. Okay, that's fair. And do all of your songs fit this theme? Not, or is it a majority not, of your songs? Not really. And some more than others. And some, the definition is stretched considerably. Christ, I'm not going to guess this. No, you're not going to guess it. So that was two. I think you're going to pick one of your songs next. Lorraine Scarfaria, We Can't Be Friends. <laughs> From her album, Laughter and Forgetting, released in 2010. This is a wonderfully quirky little song, isn't right? it? And her quirky <laughs> voice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a little... uh. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you know about her? Anything? No. <laughs> this is one of the people I knew very little about. This might be a record for submissions to the playlist that are in three-quarter time or six-eight time. <laughs> one, two, three. Wait, one, is two, this your three. theme? One, it's not my theme. <laughs> But, yeah, I didn't, hadn't even the, thought about the that. Anna, the Anna Tibble is, uh -huh. in, is in the same thing. And I've got at least one or two others, I think, that are. I think it's impressive that you can get all of that. I mean, I know you haven't just listened to all of these like once or twice, but still. Stuff like that never comes to me immediately. I'd have to sit with it for a while and eventually come to that. Or not. I don't know. I think for me, like when I listen to music, it sort of puts me in a, maybe not all songs, but so many songs put me in sort of a movement thing. And mm -hmm. like with three quarter time, it's like one, two, three, one, two. It's like you, you immediately want to start waltzing. Yeah, I never get that. Mm -hmm. I, my brain goes somewhere else Your entirely. Your brain does not waltz? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, I would waltz. That, that could be fun. We could do that. Mm -hmm. We could waltz badly. <laughs> All right, you're picking one of yours, right? Yes. For number four? Yes. Let's get Fair. the obvious out of the way right, right, <laughs> right now. The band is Dark, Dark, Dark. The song is In Your Dreams. The album is Wild to Go from 2010. I am I'm weak in the knees over this band. <laughs> and like, how have I lived 64 years on this planet and never heard of this band before? Did you know them? Yes. So you want to know what's funny? What? When I told you that we almost had the same artist, and uh -huh. I, it was this artist, Man. and it was another song from a different album. Yes. That yes. I have had yes. in. I kept putting in the next month's playlist for like five months. I just found this band, <laughs> and and there were there were easily four different songs that I mm -hmm. wanted to put, and I thought about I thought about putting all four of them in just because right. it's like <laughs> dark, 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 dark. Man, this is probably. Other than Black Country New Road, this is probably the, my favorite band that I have found uh -huh. since we started doing this. Project. There are definitely some similarities, I think. They sort of remind me of like Black Country New Road meets Beirut meets Tom yeah, Waits meets a, really a crazy accordion player. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're heading to the halfway point. Right? That was four, so this will be one before the halfway point. But. Wait, what? Wait, we just did four. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we're heading to number five. But six will be the halfway. Five. Oh, because six. we're doing 11 total. Well, or 10, half of five. 10 is five. Yep. So five is half, and then the second half is the second. Yeah, we'll be heading. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Okay, really? Semantics? Really? 
I Half never, of 10 is five. I endeavor so, to be accurate, but, but we haven't gotten to five yet. Yeah, we're heading to that. We're we heading, heading to the to... En- we're heading to the end of the first half. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you just learned. Oh this. my god. Okay, so listeners, for those of you who think that like we're all of each other's ass with love and kindness all of the time, no, obviously not. No. <laughs> just, just, just do a new intro for it. What intro are we doing? Just say that was four. This is five. Okay. So that was number four, and yep. the next one will be number five. I'm picking one of your songs. I think so. I feel I didn't have a choice in the matter. This is a good song. Yeah. This is Sons of the Velvet Rat and Julie Holland. The song is Rosary. It's a single from 2024. I would first off like to make a correction and admit a mistake in a previous playlist where I said you had said that you love Jolie Holland's fiddling and I said no that's not Jolie Holland on violin I believe I was wrong yeah I I have I have learned thank you for correcting that yes the 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 issue is when I saw her live she had a fiddle player with her mm. who I had a crush on who was beautiful <laughs> and I believe had red hair and I'm, you forgot everything I, I saw. I, I have I just assumed that Jolie was not able to play the violin based on the fact that she had a beautiful red-haired violin player. There are multiple beautiful women that can play. The there are and okay. and unattractive women and unattractive men and very handsome men that can also play the violin. Mm-hmm. They, a, they're out there right now. One's appearance us. does not necessarily have to do with with it one's doesn't. violin violin abilities. A bit of trivia on this song. Do you know who's playing the electric guitar? No. Should I know? You you know the name. And mm. the person has been in the playlist. Damn it. Who is it? Mark Rabot. Fuck. Right? I should have guessed. Yeah. I should have guessed. I if you listen to it, it, it definitely to it closely, has. It's yes. got some. It definitely sounds like something that is in that line, if not something that he would produce himself. It has like that feeling to it. Ribotricity. That was a stretch. How long were you sitting on that one? <laughs> so this is a good example, I think, of of my theme. Okay. Just gonna drop that in there. It's not a f- like an overall genre. No. No. Yeah. No. And when I tell you the theme, it will be a huge disappointment because it's really not that interesting. Why are you building it up? Because I have nothing else to talk about. I've looked up this song and I didn't really find out a lot about them and I'm just vamping. Anyway. All right. Um. I believe now we're heading into the half, the, the, I believe that was the halfway point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm mad now. I don't blame you. Yes, heading into the halfway point, you are picking one of my songs. I am both surprised and not surprised that you chose Labby Sifri. I got the from Why his album would you be Remember surprised? My Song, released in 1975. I thought it was too fucking weird for you. This is this is yeah. Greatest hits worthy, yep. man. This is yep. freaking fantastic. This is great shit. I've been sitting on this for months. <laughs> Do you know him? Yes, actually. Um, a little bit. 
I first heard his stuff, I want to say high school. So it's funny. <laughs> you know of Eminem? Sure. Okay. Do you know his hit, My Name Is? Yes. Okay. He sampled this song. Oh, Famously sampled this song, and we'll get to it. It's sort of like the, the middle bit. That bit. I heard that song, I don't know, in middle school or something. And I was like, oh, man, I really like this. I was researching it. Came across Labby Sifri. Found out that he was uh, a gay man in the 70s. Really? So, as you can imagine, had troubles. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was very outspoken and advocate uh, for the LGBTQ community and made amazing fucking music. I got one thing to say. Yeah? This is the definition of my theme. What the fuck? When I, is when it locate? Loca- it can't be location. When I heard this, when I heard this, I was like, "Oh, Damn. well, this is the theme." Mm-hmm. <laughs> this reminds me, in a bizarre way, that not at all the music, not at all the song. It reminds me of Man Man, and it's like it's like it sort of comes mm-hmm. in in sections, in movements, yep. and it's like it does one thing for a while, and then it stops, and then it does something completely different. Uh huh. And it's like you sort of like you get drawn into that intelligence in the music and the the cleverness of the way it's composed and arranged i'm a fan that's a really good comparison i love i i found that i really love songs like that that do that but it's so hard to do that and make a good song oh yeah right for that matter it kind of reminds me of racehorse get married uh-huh and it has <laughs> those, I, what you called, movements to it. Uh-huh. Very and similar. And a completely different genre, and right? A completely like, different genre. No relation to this song at all, but I I really love finding songs like that. Also a gay man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that the theme? <laughs> no, it's not the theme. I know it's not the theme. <laughs> I, think, I think of these six... Easily four and five of, maybe five of them fit the theme. <laughs> you're going to have to tell me at the end. Uh, I will tell you, you and it's going to be such a letdown. You're going to go, you're going to go, that's just stupid. Good so that was six. Oh, that was my pick. Okay. Yes, it was. So that was six. Seven is you picking you. For the last pick I can make of one of my own songs, I had to go with Valerie June, Call Me a Fool, featuring Carla Thomas from the album The Moon and Stars, Prescriptions for Dreamers. She just has such a great presence. She really does. I love her voice. Man. And she's also wonderfully non-genre. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've liked her other stuff that you've submitted and that I've heard. This might be my favorite. And this is the first time she's been in? I think you're right. This is her first time being in the playlist. So I'm happy to see that. I believe I believe so. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely submitted her, I think, once or twice or so. Uh-huh. Do you like this? What do you think? I like it a lot. I didn't vote for it, but I, I'm so taken with her voice and mm-hmm. her presence. It's like she's got... She's so recognizable in a wonderful way. And it's like... What genre would you call this? Soul? Sort but, of? But like, 
Astro soul. Astro soul. <laughs> but she also, like... You know what I mean? She has that great sort of southern accent that makes yeah. you think she's country mm -hmm. somehow. Even though it's not. But some of the stuff she's done sounds a little country. Country, but like... Yeah. Country with a twist. Country, <laughs> country with a very subversive <laughs> twist. I totally agree. I really like this. It's a simple song. There's not a whole lot going on. And it really is her voice. Oh, yeah. And like you said, her, her presence. Her that voice just, is what carries it. Man. Well, you're picking one of your own last songs, Big Al. So get ready. I am. I just got taken away by this song. This is Humbird with May from the album Still Life in 2021. I don't think I started out even liking this song. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it, it was even in my top 10 to submit. And it just got under my skin and into my heart. And I just think it's so beautiful. It's really beautiful. You like it? I do like it. Yeah. What do you know of them? Her. This is one that I didn't know and hadn't heard of before. Mm -hmm. Her name is Siri Undlin. I don't know much about her. Um, the one really good contribution that I will make about this song is there's a very, a very touching video. Ooh. She did a Humbird rail tail session in which she traveled across the country from Portland, Maine to Portland, Oregon on a train. Oh. Stopped along the way and did recordings of herself playing the guitar and singing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I think what initially drew me into this song was sort of the production and the mm -hmm. atmosphere to it. You miss what a stunning singer she is. Mm -hmm. Like when you see this video and she's literally standing on the side of a big lake in Whitefish, Montana, playing the guitar by herself while her camera person friend watches out for bears coming nearby, <laughs> right? It's so sweet and so beautiful. Do you remember where you found it? The song doesn't strike me as being noirish, but I think I found it on the noir mm -hmm. playlist. Or maybe I found her on that playlist, and then this was one where right. I found a bunch of different songs by the same artist, and this is the one that stuck. There are a lot of times when I'm on those uh, Spotify-generated playlists that you keep listening to it long enough, and like you've run out of that playlist, but they cycle you other things that may be related. That's true, too, yeah. And I'll find stuff that way, too. A lot of times I'll find stuff, and if I sort of remotely like it, I'll throw it into a playlist yep, for the future. same. And I go back and listen to it again, and I'm like, yeah, uh -huh. but it sort of takes three or four listens before yeah. it... That's the thing that gets me. It's like, okay, wait, do I like you because I put you in here, or did my opinion change? Are you actually good enough? And the longer it sits in there, the less likely I am to use it. For me. It varies. Sometimes the longer it's in there, the less likely I am. But then something like this, it's like, I think I like this just because I thought it was pretty. Mm -hmm. But then like I listened to it more and more and I was like, oh, this is like kind of magic as well as just being pretty. She sounds like a, a little song fairy. Just singing a little heart out. Yeah. It's beautiful. The video is so lovely. Yeah, I don't think there was one song in your playlist that I didn't like. Thank you. That's, that's <laughs> which makes it difficult. That's high, high praise. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, 
there was one or two of yours that I was like slightly less enamored with, but I think all of yours are very solid. So that was uh, eight? Eight. That was eight. Yeah, we're heading it to number nine, I know. Okay. All right, I'm picking one of yours. I feel like this should have been obvious. It wasn't obvious, but man, I'm happy. This is Christopher Paul Stelling. The song is Better Days. It's a single from this year. This is another one that I hadn't heard of before. Yeah. He's 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 been around a little bit. He's actually had a number of records come out. But I didn't I'd never heard of him. He's forty one years old. He was born in Daytona Beach. He lived in Asheville for a long time and now I think he lives in Atlanta. First album came out in twenty twelve. Wow. His most I think it's his most recent full length release best of luck came out of a collaboration with and was produced by my personal friend and, mm -hmm. and former uh, playlist entrant Ben Harper oh I could yeah uh-huh use some of that I sent my sister a video of this and she was extremely impressed oh his guitar playing is real interesting mm -hmm. and the the video is just set up in his house, recorded on a phone of him just playing guitar by himself. He's impressive. Man, yeah. I'm gonna have to see that. Yeah, I completely missed him entirely. You know, I never, I never even heard of him. It's really just he sounds so quiet. Yeah, but he's not quiet. Yeah. He's just. I also he I has just, like I, this, like he's holding back. A wave of something you know what I mean there's an intensity it's, behind the right voice. yeah I'm also just so impressed at the sentiment behind the song mm -hmm. like it's it's a very sweet open if we ever go our separate ways remember the good I wish you the best be happy go forth you know it's such a it's such a positive it's sort of a goodbye song, but it's mm -hmm. not. But it's just a. It's, it's so hopeful. positive. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, song. this is a good one. Oh, I'm so glad you picked this. <laughs> I thought you might actually. I. It was. It's a song I like a lot. Yeah, I'm glad it's in. Me too. We're having a. We're, it's shaping up to be a really good playlist here. I think so. And the last one, you'll be picking one of mine. So that'll be telling. May I give you a hint about the last song? <laughs> sure. I would love a hint. The hint is, it fits the theme. Christ. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me this, uh, this theme that you have going on. I can't really say I'm all that surprised to see Wilco in uh, <laughs> their song, One Sunday Morning, from the album. The Whole Love released in 2011. Have you heard this one before? Did you know of this? Because I didn't. I heard this song played live before it was released oh, on that's an so album. Oh, cool. Stop. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. I saw them at Meriwether Post in outside of D.C., between D.C. and Baltimore. And they opened the show 
the new album was coming out, the release date was like a week later. Mm -hmm. They opened the show with either six or seven songs that nobody had heard. Man. And like, I loved Wilco anyway, but like, they opened the show with Art of Almost. And like, oh, think shit. about like showing <laughs> up, Wilco comes on stage mm -hmm. and Art of Almost comes on. Yeah, I would, I would be going feral. Yeah. <laughs> and they played this. It's a song of theirs that I absolutely love. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's like you don't want to put stuff in the playlist that you are super familiar with. And I'm not exactly. super familiar with this, but I love this song. I mm -hmm. adore this song. It's one of my favorite Wilco songs. But it's also a song that I saw them play it then but they kind of stopped playing it live. Mm -hmm. They don't really do this live anymore. And like, I wonder why. So, the theme mm -hmm. of which this is. Oh, this is a theme too. This is a perfect example <laughs> of the theme. The theme is ambition. Okay. Like, think about songs that like. You're not just doing what you've always done. You're not doing what's expected of you you take it and you expand it. You mm -hmm. do something different with it. Yeah, that's you making sense now. You change tempos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You change keys. It's interesting. You There's different things going on. It's changing. It's... Uh-huh. And this is a perfect example of this. It's like, it's not like any Wilco song that I know. Yeah. It's way more lush. And it's also way longer. It this is. This is a super long yeah. song. But it doesn't feel like it's that long. You know exactly. what I mean? You don't ever quite get tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Like it sort of does sort of the same thing, but he does it in such a way that it's just so compelling. And the, it sounds the same, I guess, but there's like subtle changes in there's the background. There's hugely that... subtle changes. May I, may I make a comment of what another thing of this song that I absolutely adore. Okay. It's the incredible piano work of my man crush Pat Sansa mm -hmm. that's like the little piano going yeah. on like I, th I thought this was Glenn pl playing the piano but it's Pat it's so lovely and it's so subtle and ever-changing he does different things on every verse on every line I wonder what they have in store for themselves yeah next yeah you know they're a wonderful band that always manages to do something a little different. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. Exactly. There's a beautiful, beautiful video of this song. <laughs> I, oh, I bet. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any videos, actually. No, I'm glad to see Wilco in. Yeah. And it's... I'm always hesitant to put any Wilco song in just because, you know, it's Wilco, and you've known them forever, and I haven't known them half as long as you have, but... And you didn't know this song before? Mm -mm. Wow. I did not. Man. I know. And every now and then I like to just do a comb through of artists, like all of their stuff, right? Sure. All of their albums that I can find and just you listen to them. And, and it's so effortless. It's yeah. so like... It just, it sounds like he's just breathing on the yes, keys or something. Yeah, yeah, it's his easiest breath. And yet every, every time he comes in, mm -hmm. it's doing something completely different. I think you're right. It really is that background piano that's just... It's a very catchy song anyway, but somehow the piano, it gives you something to look forward to in each phrase. That light drumming? Yeah. 
little brushes. Man. Yeah. There are definitive moments in my life when I'm listening to music and I'm just overwhelmed by a song. This is one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's I think you can relate the first time you heard Stevie Wonder, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Marvin Gaye. Right. Like fucking Radiohead. Like mm-hmm. you listen to these songs and you're just overwhelmed yeah. with <laughs> how amazing it is and I don't know, I feel like since doing this playlist, I'm actually starting to try and break down these songs to figure out what it is mm-hmm. that makes them that special. And I know I'll never I'll probably and never what makes find it special what that to is. You. Exactly. And why does it move me? And these it's, songs that I hear, like this, like Wilco and like I said, Marvin Gaye or Stevie like these are different obviously different people, different styles, but they all have that they all have a magic. Yeah, they do. And it's and it's it's hard to define and pin down and I don't think you even need to define it though. It's just an intangible. It's like there's something there's I think magic it's human nature on. to try and define it. That's like fair. Try, That's try fair. and isolate that. <laughs> but I think you're right. That's what music is about. You're just supposed to feel it. Yeah. And if you feel it, you feel it. Yep. And if you don't. And I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is such a wonderful song. And I, initially I was not going to pick this because it's Wilco and I've Mm -hmm. heard it and whatever. (laughs) And like, this like, it just like overwhelmed me with how wonderful it is and how emotional it makes me feel. I get overwhelmed by the Lappy Siffrey too. I totally agree. Man. I, I get goosebumps yeah. every single time I listen to that song. I think we've got several in this playlist that are <laughs> really, really good songs. It'll be interesting to see what our Greatest Hits Volume 5 looks like <laughs> and how many songs from this playlist will be in I, there. I can, I, can picture, <laughs> I can picture a few nominations early on. our 10 songs and now we're going to compare a balance that we marked before the ceremony began to see how we did player number one who rotates each month who in this case was phoebe will ring the chime of Thelonious, the number of rings corresponding to my correct number of picks then player number two who in this case is big al will ring the chime in the same manner Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. These can either be songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist, or any song really. And the loser in the voting will select one of those two songs for the final 11th pick. In case of a tie, which happens often, we have a tie breaker. Our mascot signed Foul Ball from a Richmond Flying Squirrels game. Also known as the Squirrely Ball of Confusion. Will decide any ties in the voting process. Whoever holds said ball. Which is now Big Al will thereby be pronounced the winner in case of a tie. And therefore, the Lord Protector of Frank, also known as the Primate of All-Star Supremacy for the following month. So Phoebe, I think you are now up with the chime.
Ouch. <laughs> so not only is it not seven, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's six. Have we ever gotten six? Yeah. Have we? Okay. I think I've gotten six, six once. You've gotten six twice. Really? Once. At yeah. least once. I don't remember. Okay. I think. I could be wrong. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think mine was going to be this hard for you. Ooh, I knew I wasn't going to do well. Okay. <laughs> so here I go. Oh. Yeah, you see what number I have right here for your guess? Eight? <laughs> yep. Looks about right. I'm surprised. Yeah, and I'm I, not. I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is the first time in the whole history of 45 months that we have done this that I have gotten all five of mine right. <gasps> wow. The only two I guessed wrong were your yep, picks my, of yep. yours. Yes. Yeah. And I can see both of them. Yep. But I'm genuinely surprised. And I, I really did not think... I would guess yours of mine, right? Congratulations! Thank you. You won. Thank you. I'm, I think I'm very excited. I think that deserves it. Oh, oh my bad. Oh God, oh, sorry, the wrong oh, one. Oh, oh my oh, God, man, the no. Smell. Oh I my meant, God, the I smell. Frank. <laughs> Congratulations! I am very happy for you. Thank you, baby. You are the rightful winner of the March 2024 playlist of our ITTO podcast. So, as the winner of the March playlist, and as the once again crowned Lord Protector of Frank, I'm going with my theme here. The theme was ambition. I'm picking two bands that I consider among the most ambitious bands that I know of. First of all is Carolina Lowe from the Decemberists, which was initially submitted for our playlist by me. The second is Black Country New Roads Track X. So Phoebe is now going to select one of those for the final 11th pick. Oh, you picked the Black Country New Road. I had to do it. Track X. Come on. Yeah. Man. This is what I'm talking about when I've listened to bands that have moved me mm -hmm. and artists that have moved me this is on that list it's funny like these two songs that i submitted to you represent both ends of my selection process when i thought about ambition mm -hmm. i've never been a huge decemberists fan mm -hmm. i frankly don't really like them but I love okay. that song. And when I think about a band who has ambition, I think of them. I don't always like them, but I appreciate that they aim higher. Mm -hmm. That they, like, that. like, here's what a band is supposed to do. We're going to, like, shoot for the target two miles down the road. For that and, matter, I mean, hello to Black Country New Road. That's what I'm saying. Man. But, like, 
when I first started thinking about this, I was like, the Decemberists need to be in an ambition playlist. Then when I put it together, I was sort of thinking about Black Country, New Road, but I was sort of like, here's some other good songs. I'm yeah. going to submit these. And then I listened to this song randomly again, and I was like, why the fuck didn't I submit this song? <laughs> so I was so happy to win just so that I could put this song back yeah. into the playlist. No, that's fair. I would do the same. And um, I hadn't heard this one before either. So. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, man, this was like... Yeah. This is the third time they've been in. Man, th this is a group I would love to see live. Having said that, their front yeah, man left. Yeah, they, they it's are, not. They're, it's probably not going to happen yeah, for me. I think they're still touring, but I think it's... It's different. Part of what makes them so compelling is his vocals. It, man, everything is about his vocals. It's yeah. obviously the sound of his voice, but like... There's a lot more about them than and just this that. Definitely, hundred percent. But, yeah. but that is the cherry on the top yes. of this amazing yeah. cake. And that here. what that's what draws me in. What yeah. makes is like his angst and his like. No offense, but like, he's everything Marissi wants to be and fails at. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Anytime we could throw in some Marissi hate. <laughs> L listeners, when we make fun of Marissi, we are actually referring to Morrissey, and 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 it's a John Darnielle reference of I don't like Marissi and I don't like you. <laughs> That'll always be funny. Yes, it it never gets old, right? This is like this is what I want. If I had talent and could be in a band, yeah, this is the band this, I would be in. Yeah. Or if I could be a groupie and had unlimited money and could follow a band around like if i had limited money i would do everything in my power to find people like this and just fund them to make this shit you know what i if mean if i could hang out with them uh -huh. yeah <laughs> oh there's a stipulation in there huh yeah I'm, I'm, i mean it would be cool to hang out with them i'm buying their but love. like <laughs> i'm not above it that's fine i mean i'm not gonna judge right we've talked about several times about trying to get closer to what we find ideal in art but in music specifically and this whatever is, you got to do man this is one of them uh-huh <laughs> i think we've made a wonderful uh i think we've made a wonderful playlist we here we really have it's kind of amazing yeah thank yeah. you seriously this was a good one as we say that every time but we kind of mean it so um, so uh, we're going to be back in a little bit and talk about um, some of the songs that did not get in. Womp womp. So, Al, let's talk about some of the songs that didn't get into the playlist this month. Let's do. Mm. Uh, good old Jeffrey Foucault. We love Jeffrey Foucault. We really do. This is his song, Americans and Corduroys. Have we heard this song together before? Uh, see, I, I was going to say no, but uh, have we? Do you I remember hearing this together? I, I have, don't. I have definitely heard this song. Oh, okay. I definitely know this song. And I thought at some point we had listened to it together, but I wouldn't swear to it. I hmm. might have just heard it on my own. Do you like it? I love this yeah. song. Yeah. I really like it. I'll, uh, 
I think, I think I, I'm pretty sure I voted for it. Yeah, I did vote for it. And I, it was like, if you had picked one of the ones that I was going to pick, I was going to pick this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So listeners, he's been in our playlist at least once or twice by himself. And then at least once or twice with Redbird, mm-hmm. who oh, I have always Redbird. just adored and Phoebe likes as well. I was listening to that You Are the Everything mm-hmm. that R.E.M. cover the other day and just like that's so just good. so beautiful. Oh man, I, don't you just love music? Mm. Isn't it so amazing? The light of music in that song. Mm-hmm. It also makes me appreciate I know that you hear the Redbird cover of You Are the Everything and you hear the original by R.E.M. and you decide which one you think is better, but without the original, you never would have gotten that cover. You know what I mean? Sure. It's and it's stuff like that that we've had people in our playlists that have been amazing cover artists. Some that are better at that than their own original music, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is why I find it hard to actually hate <laughs> a song. You know, even when I don't like. Or an artist that I'm not right. a fan of. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to cover that song. And someone's going to come up with something like Redbird. Or The classic example is the Sergio Simpson cover of, of yes. whatever that song was. What was the song? Do you remember? The Promise. Oh, when The in Promise. Rome. <laughs> oh, God. I remember. Okay. Yeah. I remember. such a bad original. We were on the other side of Richmond. Okay. We were taking a walk after we had come out of a trail. Uh-huh. Walking on the street. I don't know why this song came to us, right? Why this song came to us. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd played it or something, but maybe you had said that you found the Sturgill Simpson song uh, and you you played it for me or something. And I was like, I know those lyrics. (laughs) Remember that? No, my memory was... I just submitted it to the playlist, not even knowing it was That must be what it was, was before cover. we did the podcast. Yeah, 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 before we even started the podcast. Before it, we started the podcast, yeah. but it was in the playlist. Yes, we were still doing the playlist. You right. submitted it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if we were play- playing music while we were walking or something, but I was like, and you all said the, something. You said, oh, yeah, the Sturgill Simpson song. And I was like, that's not the Sturgill. That's When in Rome. And you're like, Who? Remember that whole conversation? I, I don't remember that specific conversation. I just remember, like, I, remember I found this song. It was a Sturgill Simpson song. It was a good song, man. I like it. Sturgill Simpson, beating dude. you over the head. I, I was like, like oh, not. yeah. This is a good song. I'm going to submit this to a playlist. This is, a, this is my buddy Sturgill. And, like, all of a sudden, it's a cover of a right. one of the one of the worst 80s songs Okay, ever. but what the point is... Your point is correct. But that's kind of my point you have a song like that and then you have Sturgill Simpson find it this like and cover that song and it's entirely different I totally agree but my question is like what about that song if I heard that song if you heard that song if 999 people out of a thousand heard that song you would think this is a bad song am I wrong but Sturgill heard this song and I heard something. I didn't think it was a bad song. I thought it was a terrible fucking song. I know. Like, it's it's so, it's like so dated and it's so produced and whatever. But you hear something in the but, lyrics. Yeah. The lyric. I really like that song. See, I kind of don't. 
I hear that song and I still would you would you like to see my my playlist of those songs that are <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you I'm but sure I'm just you have one begging for an artist I like to cover uh-huh I have a playlist I have a playlist of songs that I cover in my imaginary band in my head <laughs> that I am that I am a backup singer for you just you just need the right person to come along and no, I don't think it. I don't even want it to happen. But do you actually go through the entire motions of making this new song? Do you know what it sounds like in the end, or is it just here's a song that you think has potential, and your band covers it, and that's the end, and there's no detail on how that's achieved? A little bit of both. Okay. Part of it, it doesn't necessarily have to change a lot. Part of it can be a bad cover band cover mm -hmm. as long as I'm singing back up <laughs> but part of it sometimes sometimes it's that but some, then sometimes it's like so here's where the violin comes in mm -hmm. here's the sax solo that's not actually and here's where we repeat that verse but change the lyrics slightly like sometimes it'll okay. be like like me and air quotes my band <laughs> improvising and changing it to fit our mm -hmm. specific statement but sometimes it'll just be Here's a bad cover of of Don't You Want Me Mama Baby. Mama told me not to come. <laughs> no. That's don't you want me baby. Don't you want me. Oh. I was working as a waitress in a downtown Uh Rose Cousins, her song Freedom. What did you think of this? Have we heard this before together? Um, I was going to say no. I feel like I've heard this song before. Yeah. Not a lot, but somehow it like it strikes a very deep chord in me. I love and maybe it's this. just because it's a really beautiful song uh -huh. and I've I I want to feel like I know it even <laughs> though I don't. I really hope this would get in. This was one that I wanted to get in that did not I wanted it to get into. Yeah. Again, there were several. I put too many good ones in here. Yes, you know this would be one of them. It's still mine for three months. Yep, yep. <laughs> but no, I'm glad that you like it. I love this. Yeah, it went. I think I started out liking it. That's not interesting. I when I so when I first heard it, it was on. Not my Discover Weekly, but I think I rabbit holed or something and found her, found this song, um, and put it into my future playlist and it made it into this one. And I knew that I liked it, but the more I listened to it, yeah, man, I just, I believed every word she was saying. It's got a very anthemic quality to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like she like grabs your attention and like... Yes tells you this is important and you need to pay attention partly with the melody but a lot of it's just in her voice mm -hmm. and her like attack and delivery of it yeah I voted for this same mm -hmm. <laughs> so you thought I was going to pick it or you thought I was going to pick something going that you were going to pick, and then... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, she's got a voice. Yeah. 
can't remember whether I think this one has a video. I can't remember. There were some really, there were some good videos for Man. this playlist. Feels some of like which got in and some didn't. You can tell she can sing, mm -hmm. obviously, but she also holds back. Yeah. When she chooses to. Right. It's an intense song, but it's not her just belting everything out constantly. She's a, she's a, you know who she is. She's a Susan Tedeschi singer. Oh. Right? Oh, that's such a good comparison. Yeah. We can cut this. I can't afford it. Tedeschi trucks her at the Altria. Fuck me. Oh, no. Is it like $100? I haven't looked. Fuck. I haven't even looked. I haven't even looked. When? It's two nights, though, I think. When? Which makes me think it's probably oh, going to be expensive. I'm going to have to look it up. I didn't oh. even look. I didn't even look. I, I was driving past, and I was Are like... Are you serious? Is it... Wait, it's the David Trucks or Susan Tedeschi? It's Tedeschi Trucks Band. It's fuck, both of them. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We got anything else we want to say about this bad boy? Mm mm. That's a really good comparison that you made, though. I didn't even think I, of that. It literally just occurred to me. Like, it hadn't occurred to me at all, but, like, not only just her voice, but sort of her style. Yeah. And she sounds. Singer-songwriter, but like almost country. She's got, something... a, she's got a very Americana uh -huh. vibe to her. Man. So it was one of my all-star picks I submitted, the December's Carolina Low. What did you think of it? I liked it. Mm -hmm. and I thought I didn't really, I didn't really hear it, right, the first couple times. But then I started to catch on to it. Mm -hmm. And it was never one of my picks. And I briefly, so when I switched everything around for like, I don't know, four or five times, I picked it at one point. But it's nice to see them submitted to the playlist mm -hmm. again. And I would, I could see in a different playlist picking this song. I remember when the Decemberists first broke on the scene and like I was initially very turned off by them and I I distinctly remember reading a review of them that talked about just what I was talking about about musical ambition and it compared them and as you know I am an embarrassingly big fan of quote-unquote progressive rock and like when I was a kid, we called it classical rock. That bands like Yes, bands like Emerson, Lake and Palmer, oh, that okay. were that were took sort of classical elements and put them into rock music. Mm -hmm. And this review that I read of the Decemberists compared them to that, and that's sort of what got me thinking about this whole goofy theme that I had in my head mm -hmm. was bands that like. Aim higher, and the December is totally. I'm not always a huge fan of them, mm -hmm. but I, I love that they, and it's less a. 
it's less a compositional thing and more of a subject matter thing that they're very they are obscenely literary right in their lyrics in we their need to make this an actual theme for a month because i i'm fucking loving it uh-huh seriously I know that we've you kind of had your own theme running here for that, <laughs> right, but, but I want to do like a full blown one. Uh huh. Yeah, we can talk about that too. Like yeah. that would be interesting to that do. That would be like, fun. Sort of ambition and or progressiveness, however mm -hmm. one might define that. I do admit that the December is like I know of them and I've listened to them, but they have repeatedly sort of fallen under my radar, outside of my radar. So I don't know a whole lot about them. I don't claim to be an expert, but I remember reading something that Decemberist music fell into two categories, one of which was sort of poppy and radio-friendly, and the other of which was not quite unlistenable to. But was what did he say like that? Their literary ambitions, mm -hmm. and again, good for them. Like you're like, an artist, make your fucking art. Like don't like don't don't give a fuck what radio is going to think of that it. That kind of reminds me though of like we're going back to it, but the Michael Chapman. Like yes. that's not radio friendly, right? In any way, right? Not not subject matter necessarily, but just like it just it is not going to be a hit per se. Having said that, in that day, radio friendly was not even a term. Fair. Like but back that come back out? in those days, seventy one, yeah, 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 maybe yeah. I'm making that up, yeah. but within a few years of that. Sure, my age here, right, listener. Right, right. <laughs> Jeez. No, but I, I like the Decemberists just because they will make some stuff thinking maybe people will listen to it and maybe mm -hmm. people will get in. But then they'll also make shit just because, like, I want to make bizarre literary illusions that nobody will understand except me and my bandmates, and that's what we do, and fuck you. For that matter, think of Black Country New Road. That yes. is just... Yes. I don't care if you like this or not um, right. we're gonna make this this right. is our style this is what we do and we're gonna go out there right. and they make and i'm gonna i'm gonna put in off off key violin mm -hmm. 16th notes here because that's yep. what i want to do and i'm going to sound the way that i sound yes. and i think there are definitely times in music where you get incredibly lucky as a as a group and we've we've heard of these groups and we've listened to these groups that are really popular right now or sure. have been sure and you, you listen to it and you're like okay yeah that's cool that's slick but you're not moved you're not whatever yeah. right yeah. but then you hear these other groups that are just they aren't quote unquote smart in that way mm -hmm. and they're just making their like you said making their art doing yeah. what they're gonna fucking yeah. do whether or not people catch on to it or not we talked about it earlier about country music and pop music. It's like, go the other direction mm -hmm. from what you think is going to be popular <laughs> and make music because it moves your fucking soul. Exactly. Right? You're making it for you. You're not making it for everybody else that may or may not hear it. Yes. 
Can I make a segue here and we'll wrap this up? Yeah. You know, do. you know what else is made just because we like making it and not because we care about anything else? I think it's our podcast. I think our you're right. ITDO I th- podcast. I think, I think you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And I think we have done it yet again. Mm-hmm. That we have made a fun playlist for ourselves and hopefully a fun podcast for our, ourselves and we maybe have. our listeners. We but we just do this because we love doing it. And we love each other, and we love music, and we love sharing music with each other. And exactly. we hope our listeners might enjoy it too. And thanks for listening. Well said. And thanks to you, Phoebe, for being my sweetheart and, and thank my, you, my podcast yeah. partner. We could not have done it if it were not for each other. Exactly. Thank you. And thanks, listeners. Happy listening. Thanks for listening. Both our Spotify playlist and our syllable podcast are updated and released around the first of each month. We're recorded every month in the warm and cozy hug of the OML Studios in downtown Manchester, Richmond, Virginia. If you enjoyed our podcast, please both listen and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Nothing is better than good people talking to other good people. And if you want to hear the music that we're talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished ordered playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home on the internet at itdo.name, where you can find links to all of our playlist fun, our intro episode, as well as videos of a lot of the songs we've been talking about. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to Larceny Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey for help in recording this month. Our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jammy Jams. Accordion music is by Andrew Wang. And we find a lot of our background music from Blue Dot Sessions. All of our music is always credited in our show notes. Thanks to Labby Sifri. Thanks to Dark Dark Dark. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Joe. And thanks, Frank. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. I know they don't sound the way I planned them to be But if you wait around, I'll make it You fall for me, I promise you I promise you I will <laughs> Watch your spillage Watch your own damn spillage Oh